Welcome back to Mainstream Matchups. I'm your host, Tyler James, and I'm with our soccer analyst, Sam D, to discuss Week 7 EPL matchups. And Week 8. And Week 8, but we will get there. But right now, we're going to talk about Week 7. What were some of the big standout highlights for you this week? My favorite game, of course, has to be... Drum roll, please. Manchester United versus West Ham. Did you guess? Did I, did I guess? Yes, did you guess? Uh, no, I didn't. Well, Do you yes. want me to start guessing on these? Dude, I am so excited. I am so excited about the game. You know? It already happened, right? And I'm still... It's been how many days? Today is Wednesday. It's been five days. And I'm still celebrating, right? Um, West Ham, I had them actually losing to Manchester United. Manchester United has been in all kind of shambles, right? But I thought they would use this thing, right? Sort of to this anger, right? They'll sort of just beat it on West Ham. They would just use that thing to just, they'll use West Ham to get this anger, this whole frustration out, right? And just it went down. It, it, went, it backfired it went, on them. So instead of a punching bag, they turned into the punching bag. Right, right. I have. I looked at that game. I took some screenshots. And it is amazing, right? I thought Manchester United came out, right? Defensive almost. Against a West Ham team that hasn't scored much, right? Yes, they're starting to get a bit more fluid. Yarmolenko. And right? Arnautovic is, he's been spot on. That, that's the thing, right? They've been sort of firing empty sort of uh, chambers, right? But the, the gun's working, right? At least you have a gun, right? <laughs> and so I'm saying that Manchester United should have seen that, right? They should have seen Yarmolenko coming in, in as a sub and affecting, right? He's not, he doesn't seem overly fast, right? And doesn't, he doesn't do too much, right? He's not too flary, but at the same time, he, he's a lefty, and he confuses guys, and people shy away a bit, and he has his head up, right? So he finds, you see that he's got his shot, right? They, as of yet, haven't always gone in, but he, he took a shot, right? It deflected, he went in, right? And then Manchester United had backed off of him. What can Manchester United do if they were to replay this match, what would they do differently? They should have started with a 4-3-3. At least based on what had happened once um, Rashford had come in. He scored, obviously. Martial was looking more dangerous, right? Because that sort of like forward wing thing it didn't seem nice. It didn't work out. I'd have to watch again to see, in fact, did he do the best that he could, you know what I mean, in that uh, system, right? Um, was the system just not working and Martial was doing better? Or was it Martial at that point, and did he just happened to just, at that point, just get better with a 4-3-3? In either case, they should have started with a 4-3-3 if they want Martial to play better, you see. And Rashford, when he came in with it was much better. I don't know why you back up 
against a West Ham team that hasn't that's not scoring, right? One and also looking at the history again of Manchester United around end of history, they don't back up under Ferguson, under Mourinho. He is now reacting to West Ham. If you're reacting to West Ham, you're right? in trouble. What I, I'm curious because Martial hasn't been playing a lot actually. He's been on the bench for most of the games this year. Why? Why do you think they've been trying to urge him into the lineup all of a sudden? Um, if I can remember correctly, I think Martial had some sort of contract thing that they were trying to resolve, and I think it was sort of like a pressure thing, right? Um, and I think players strange, right? It's just sort of like a phenomenon, sort of strange phenomenon, I think. But players are sort of sticking with the team, right? Sort of showing um, loyalty in the days of like big money, a lot of player power and stuff like that. And a, a lot of players deciding, well, we're gonna, I'm just going to go into a boss, um, sort of a boss man contract, right? Where I just, at the end of my season, at the end of my contract, I just need to get paid a lot more elsewhere, right? Um, so now, maybe this is his reward, right? And at the same time, you don't want to freeze out a player like Marcia. He's just got too much potential, right? And maybe he's not playing well, but you can't set him out until he proves it. At some point, somebody has to play to, right? To get better, right? To catch more. And I think a lot with him is that sometimes he tries to do too much because he's given limited amount of opportunities. He knows he needs to make the most out of them. Right. And so that backfires on him when he doesn't dribble the three people like he can do, though, sometimes. Right. Yeah. Again, some players function better when you let them do everything they want and people just sort of cater to their needs. And some players can fit really well with of a limited system, right? And Fabregas failed at um, um, Barcelona because of that. Uh, you could say that he failed. And, and Martial might not be quite the player for Jose Mourinho. You know, Jose likes players who will do what he asks for, right? And Martial doesn't look like maybe uh, this is a cheap shot. So just to recap, West West Ham United won three to Man United's one. The last goal, right? The last goal was criminal. Tyler, let me show you the video. Let me show you this picture. Of Look at how much space they gave to this passer, right? And I'm saying in the video, you can see he had all day to make that pass, right? And Machis was here, barely stuck a foot at it. Wow. And they just snuck it in there. And then that's all that you need is that one mistake that go ahead and turns a game around. Exactly, exactly. Now, now there's a bullet, right? There's been a shooter. There's been a gun, right? Now there's a bullet, right? That's what. So Manchester United just has to defensively do better than that because that's that's lazy on their on their part. Right, it's poor. This is again from a coach revered for his um, tactical, you know, 
mind. Jeez, yeah. And all that. Yeah, and let's not take away from that because he he is he is inventive with his right. formation, his formations, and the way he mutates out of them. Right, and I, I'm saying this is how poor things are going. Yeah. I mean, where even in the thing that he does best, we have to. There's struggle. Yeah, yeah. I get I get what you mean. So I, I think we can just kind of end on Man United is is struggling. Yes. And West Ham United is going to take this victory and it's going to run with it. I think. I believe so. Um, I think that this will give them confidence to build up on something that they've already started. Obviously, the building blocks. Yeah, exactly. Just got to keep layering exactly. it up. And then this one just happened. They go one. They've been doing like two, 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 two here. And I, I think this one right there was like a four, five. That's a big jump. Yeah, big jump. That's gonna be a big jump. That's a lot of energy that they can use to propel. And they started struggling. off awful right. in the beginning so i like to see the positive energy now that's flowing through west ham exactly exactly that's another thing too that we're talking about right we're talking about okay they've been building on something right and that they needed to trust this coach to be able to keep going right and then obviously they see it in training right so then they already had the belief right and then the fans you know some certain fans understood certain fans that see the know the game but then other fans Looking at the result, we're probably not that happy, right? And let's not let's let's say even the, the fans were not even negative, but the fact that they were not excited, you know, there's a difference in that, right? So then they were not giving this energy to these players, right? Now the press is on to it, you know, the the people that know less least about soccer are onto this thing, right? There's belief in this thing, right? So there's belief. And then there's obviously a plan that is sound that's behind that, right? If there's belief and there's a sound plan, I mean, like, what else, you know? Sounds like a lot of a lot of room for potential. Right. I mean, and this, but this is how also Village started, right? And something didn't work out, and Village seemed like a reasonable coach as well. You know? So, I don't know. It's the only time we'll tell. Uh, our next matchup we have is Huddersfield Town versus Tottenham. Tottenham won 2-0. to zero. What did you have for that game? Um, I believe that Tottenham would win. Yes, I think it was like something like 2-0. I don't have it in front of me now. But it was what we thought it'd be, right? So Tottenham is a on a, on a slump, right? They wrote this out. Uh, Harry Kane missed a PK. Um, Unlike him. Yeah, was the biggest takeaway that they were able to get this result, though, through the slump? Yeah, I suppose. But, again, Huddlesfield, you know? Um, if we were talking about West Ham, then I'd say, ooh, yes. Right? How about in Everton? Yes. Because right. they're looking strong. Right. I like them. Right, right. But um, we're talking about Huddlesfield. That is, you know, they they tried, right? They have potential. I, I like I like. They play. Right? They're young guys, um, tall, big guys. You know, they can play soccer, and actually, they competed really. If you look at the stats, it was like fifty-fifty. Really. Just one team was able to make exactly, their chances, and one exactly, didn't. Exactly. So, is Tottenham defensively still something to worry about, or do you think they're starting to get it together now? I think with somebody else that they would have um, gotten scored on, but. You know, maybe it was a it was confidence that was lacking, and maybe they just have to have 
a few games that are easy, right, where the confidence comes back. A confident goalie is a very good goalie, right? And um, if you're confident in the back and people are confident in the goalie, right? I heard, um, actually, I forget who it was, some player, right, some professional player uh, in a, an article who said that Liverpool overpaid for Alisson, but they needed to. You know, they overpaid for him. He's not as good, but they needed a change, and then they needed something that they could believe in. Mm-hmm. So they paid for him at whatever they asked. And is it working out? Yeah, I mean, I think it's working out. And we're going to discuss that. Yes, exactly. Moving on, our next matchup we had is Arsenal versus Watford. Arsenal came away with the victory 2-0. to zero. I was really proud of my Gunners because we needed a victory like that I, against a team that we should get the victory, but is playing very well, which we have struggled against in the past. Yeah, yeah. Watford is one of these teams that defines the EPL. That used to be Everton. That used to be Fulham a long time ago. You remember? Bolton. Right? Yep. A very long Good old time Wanderers. Ago. Right, right. Watford happens to be them right now. And Arsenal has not been good at beating these teams. Their recent history, they have not been. Um, so it was a good thing that they were able to ride us out again with the new coach that everybody's trying to figure out, right? Is he a coach that wins? Um, where does he, yeah, what, what type of, really, because yes, he's coached at Seville and he's won the Europa. But again, the difference between Seville and Atletico, Seville and Barcelona, Seville, and uh, Real Madrid. Was, it's big. Well, and then between leagues, like defensively, that league is exactly. porous anyway. Exactly. So it's, it's different, right? Um, at um, PSG, he was able to win it, but with the amount that he had, right, if he didn't win it, he would have lost his job surely a long time ago. Right? So he was able to win the league. Right? He never won the championship. Right? And I always thought that he was just a little bit unfortunate. I've always thought that all of the PSG coaches have been unfortunate. I think they've been cheated a couple of times, right? I really do think that they've been cheated a couple of times. One time, Ibra actually got picked up, yet they still overcame. You know? um, but I'm going on a tangent. <laughs> all I'm saying Coming is, back. yes, this coach, everybody's trying to figure him out. And the more wins he puts behind him, right? Everyone is trying to figure out what this coach is made out of. The more wins he gets behind him, the more we can define him well. Sort of, the, you know? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is you are what your record is. Exactly. I mean, you're basically a, a freshman in this class, right? This is your first class, and you got your first assignment, and you got a B, right? Maintain that B, basically. Yes, yeah. and and like a good example right now would be Manchester United. Like they are what their record is right exactly. now. You can't say that they're better than a Southampton. That they're better than a a Bournemouth. Like right. I, I mean, if we go, we go. Okay, well their record, and then we say, well Manchester United has better history and better players. And that's what a lot of people have been going with. And I bet you everyone's been picking Man U to be winning all their games. But why? Only based on because just but because that they have that 
exactly. that history of, oh, yes, we, we win here. Exactly, exactly. It's really unfortunate to there's, kind of see all this. I know you're happy to see it all, but yeah, I mean... <laughs> man, it's a, it's a... I don't know, I don't know. You don't like your neighbor. You do not like your neighbor. But then, and then you just sometimes he he does something to you. You just imagine, you know, and this is a bad thought. You just imagine whacking him on the head or something like that. But then when you see him get whacked on the head, I don't know. You don't necessarily celebrate, you know. I think if Liverpool was beating Manchester United and Manchester United, if Manchester United just looks, you know, Dude, you can't kick him while he's down. You can't kick him while he's down. <laughs> That's, oh, man. If they were losing, yet they were putting up a fight, I would love that. But right now, it just, all of them, it looks just miserable. It looks miserable. And what can I say? We destroyed a Manchester United that was on one leg. Pretty much, yeah. And I think that's what it looks like right now. They don't look much more than a shell of themselves. How uh, did we get back to Manchester United? Because we love talking about oh, their defeat. Oh we uh, love talking about their defeats, Sam. I know you know. <laughs> Our next matchup we have is Wolves versus Southampton. Wolves uh, won 2 to Southampton 0. Did you expect that? Wolves won 2 versus Southampton. Yes. PM, I have not seen anything from Southampton that says that they can Anyone, to be honest. They could probably beat Cardiff. Yeah, Cardiff. But I would, <laughs> I, and maybe Newcastle. But I was going to say, but like that is the type of performances Man U is putting on. Is they're lowering themselves to like teams that we would never expect them to be with. Yeah. Oh, we were back on Man U, bro. More hate. Uh, More hate. Okay, bring it back. I'll bring hey, it back anyway. Hey, man. I, we were talking about how I dislike Man U and how I like the fact that they're losing. Tyler, you're showing your colors too. Man, I, I, I show that I love Arsenal. Man United deserves this right now. They just need a nice lap of reality. Hey, man. What? I have, a, I have a friend. I have a good friend. I have a good friend that loves Man United. And I just love talking to him about this kind of stuff. You know, the great part is, you know how much stuff oh, Man United fans have goodness. said to me as an Arsenal fan? This oh. Guy. This it's guy, endless. This guy. Oh, endless. Yeah, you, but you talking about you talking about the past. How about now? How about now? We're talking about now. <laughs> how about now? And now we can talk about how about now. Well, you 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 you're a little different circumstance since you you rep Liverpool, but man, it's just it's just crazy to see all, from all angles, from all angles. Go ahead. Let's go back. Who are we talking about again? So we're talking about Wolves and Southampton. Yeah, I I I saw it. Southampton hasn't shown anything. Wolves has shown to have guns on the side, right? They have Traore, who isn't necessarily as um, effective as Messi, but he does sort of make things very disorganized, right? And they have players that can take advantage of this mess that he creates. Yeah, being able to disestablish a defense uh, by yourself is something that not many people can do. Exactly. He runs with a lot of power too, right? So even if his dribble happens to be wrong, he's still bringing back, like bringing with it like a foot that weighs, I don't know, right? And the defender better be careful, right? 
Um, so, and then they have Neves, who, who I was just watching him, right? Receive a ball, turn around, and take a player on, beat him in the open space. If you have a player like that, that is special. So they have the right pieces around him. Yeah. How are they doing defensively to be able to sustain success for themselves? They're well organized. Well, that is true. They are well organized. And they've, in a very short amount of time, they've built a team that can keep the ball. So the defense can keep the ball. The offense can keep the ball. They can score. Yep, and then being able to possess is going to be able to give them that chance to right. not always be defending. Right. And then also defensively, if they're defending as a team, that's way better than trying to have your six defenders go against their six attackers rather than you guys being able to absorb the blow and move as, as a team. Yeah. So These guys are definitely playing like big teams. They put you on top of your box, right, and they just pummel you, right? They keep going, they keep going, they keep going. You get your chance and you happen to be on their side, then suddenly they have their super fast, super strong, technical players that go at you and then just literally force you back, right, on your heel and somebody's running behind you. Do you see the Wolves being able, because I think, I think for them, they are a team that, they have a lot of potential to go ahead and upset some of the bigger teams. Right. Do you, do you think that, do you think they're going to be able to have enough firepower to match, like, a Man City, Liverpool, yeah. Chelsea? Um, no. In the long run, they do, they cannot match Chelsea. Not by what Chelsea is showing. They cannot match Liverpool. They cannot match Manchester City. Now let's talk, let's talk about Tottenham. Right? And I would say Tottenham lasts longer than them. Because, again, they have a solid 11. And I think they have backup back in solid. But Tottenham has players that, in the long stretch, will score you more goals. And they're also more experienced in the EPL. So Tottenham goes ahead. Now, Everton, maybe. Everton, they'll say. But, again, Everton is more experienced also in the EPL. Um, they have a young captain, but who... Davis looks very comfortable, and he's a very mobile player. I thought in that they were showing weakness, but Sigurdsson scoring. So I'd say even then, it's Everton, right? So they have to prove that they can go above Everton. They have to go against Fulham. I'm not sure if they've already played, but this is a better Fulham now. Right? Yeah, especially defensively. I really like this them. This is a better Fulham. Right? I think Fulham is starting to hit the patch that West Ham hit maybe last week. Mm. That's good. Uh, next matchup we have is Newcastle United versus Leicester City. Uh, Leicester City got the win 2-0. to zero. Yeah, um, as I was saying, um, Leicester City, what, um, not Watford, you're saying uh, Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton has to go above Leicester City. Leicester City is the one that is... Uh, that has the position of contending with Manchester United. They will contend against Tottenham, and I think they have a better shot of breaking through. Do you think Leicester City and the Wolves are teams that can play up 
above like performance level. So say they're going to play Man City, do you think they play up to expectation to their level or do do you see do you see them not being able to perform? No, dude, I think Leicester has some power. Leicester has some like real they have less and they're hitting form. Madison is a great replacement for um Mahrez. They have Ndidi, they have uh, Mendy in the back, right? Maguire in the oh back. Oh my goodness, Maguire. Their center back, yeah, he's ridiculous. You know who? How, you know how they got the um, PK? Nope. It was Maguire. Really? Yes, the PK was Maguire. The guy did spectacularly for England, and he is showing the same stuff for Leicester. He's proved that he is an aerial threat. To none, because even on a team with Harry Kane, who is the one who is going coming out above everybody to get these headers? Right, and he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't jump very high, right? And he doesn't seem like he, yeah, tries. Oh, he's just strong. Yeah, he's just a strong. He's just like a block that takes up space exactly. to where he goes. Exactly. <laughs> he literally just takes up the space, right? Where you can, he's gonna win it perfectly there. He jumps a little bit, but he's gonna make sure ever nobody gets in the area. Right to stop him. I saw another part where he gets the ball and there's a forward trying to mess with him, right? And he just literally just holds him like a little boy on the side, like around, <laughs> around, around, and then just easily just gets rid of it. But to a guy, and I'm saying that is dang. Dude, That's that calm. Like, that is cool. like that is Puyol, but like, but with, but you know, with like with control because Puyol again. He's a little wild yeah, sometimes. He's a bit wild uh, with the vocal. But you know, uh, I think that's a good comparison because Puyo is one of those one of those set piece threats as well. Yeah. Just like Maguire. I mean, he timed it so well, and Puyo never jumped too high either. No, he just would always go in a hundred percent. Are you gonna go harder than him to the ball? Is basically what he would go oh, for. Man. There was another one too with the forward, right? And I'm trying to teach my um my kids. They're not my actual kids, but no, the we... kids that I coach. <laughs> Right, I coach. The students right. of the game. I, I always feel funny saying my kids. But that's, yeah, my kids, I always try to teach them that you can use your hand, you can use your arm. You have to just time it well, right? So the guy makes um, turns, right? You get, before he actually gets, before he turns around, you get body on him, right? So then you stop his movement. It doesn't look to the referee like you're, you know, doing anything. Because, again, the guy just looks like he stopped. You get in between him and the ball, and voila. Right? It's different when you're initiating the push. Exactly. So if exactly. you're able to hold them off, that's completely exactly. different because they won't call you exactly. for that extension exactly. as long as you absorb it. Yeah. Exactly. Because if you go in like this and then you, there's the collide, right? Yep. Obviously, we can. They're, the they're going to call the foul on your exactly. you see the nine out of ten times. Movies, yeah. Right? Or the kids wait until the kid, the other person has fully turned, has now started moving, then they get in front. Like, dude. At that point, it looks like you're not even trying to get the ball. And often, they, they don't even try to get the ball. They just... Shield it off, yeah. Oh, my goodness, these kids. But they're getting better. In any case, right? <laughs> um, he he does that, right? And he's, he times it a bit, a bit badly, but because he's so strong, right? He's able to, like, absorb all of that shock. And <laughs> he just goes up yeah. with his header anyway, just like nothing <laughs> Literally, the, the guy turns around. He goes like this. The ball goes... And Maguire sort of just walks with, and he, the guy's complaining. But what does the ref do? Yeah. You know, he just literally just stuck his arm there, and he just 
right? Because any anybody weaker, you can't hold them off with this and that, right? You have to have had your body ahead of it. Like he just had really his arm. Do you see Lester being top seven? Definitely, definitely. You can't take Lester out of the top seven. I like that. Newcastle, where do you think they'll be? Where do you think they fall? I can see Newcastle getting relegated right Again? now. Again? I can see them getting relegated. And then that must be extremely frustrating to come back. Yeah. Um, well, what are they doing? You know, what are they really doing? They lost a lot of their key playmakers that made them Newcastle United. So I just, I don't know. It's it's a lot to take. Our next matchup that we got is Man City versus Brighton. Man City got the victory 2-0. I think Brighton did well to, to just keep it at two nil. That's saying something, though. No, no, Brighton, Brighton is a solid team. They just can't score too many goals. You know, they just don't have the firepower. And they're a stable team. And Man City comes in waves. Right. In exactly. waves. So it's like, oh, you you stop the first one. Oh, but there's there's another one and another. So it's like you bend. When do you break? Do you know when they broke? They broke when they lost the ball. They tried to play, which is an admirable thing. They tried to play, and Manchester City won the ball, right? So the first goal was Kuhn receives the ball, turns around. He's been given space, right? He attacks it, finds it out wide to Sané, and then Sané hits it across on the ground to Sterling running across. Tap in. Um, the second one was, I believe, the same way. Bournemouth had the... Bright, and, Brighton. Right, yeah, Brighton. And it was around the same area, to be honest. And they were going to dig, 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 dig. And then Manchester City won it, passed it through the pool, and he happened to dribble a couple of times, and then they kept backing off. He took the same path, found it to, this time, Sterling, who found it back to pool. How do you stop Man City? That is a lot of offensive weapons coming at you. You have to, you have to match them. In the end, Liverpool can match them. Liverpool is there any other team other than Liverpool that can match them? Well, I think I've been wrong. I've been proven wrong about um, Chelsea. Chelsea can match them. And their game against Liverpool in the Carabao Cup told me that if if um, Jorginho can't last too long right, at the moment, again, he's not experienced with the winter, um, with playing in the winter. Fabregas is there. And Fabregas can do the same stuff. And he's, he's never been a, a player who sits in the middle where you think he's going to win you the physical battle. But he's been able to survive in the middle because he gets the ball. He and he's able to distribute. Extremely exactly. efficiently. Exactly. And he's shown it. He played some great ball in the game. Um, so, and Hazard is the top um, scorer right now in the league with actually eight shots on goal. So, eight shots, six goals. Holy, that, that's super efficient. Right. That's amazing. Right. Hazard is always defying odds. I, I feel like nobody really respected him as much because of his size. But then he showed people that he is able to bucket with the, the biggest and the baddest of them. Right, right. It's true, it's true. And Hazard isn't 
the flashy type of dribbler. He cuts efficiently. Yeah, he's quick cut. He's yeah. almost like uh, like flight, a fleet of foot. Exactly, like a sort of a miniature Ronaldo with close control. I'd say. I like that. Right? And without the unnecessary tricks. And so he's efficient. He's a goal against Liverpool. We have to say should not have happened. The goalie should have stopped it. But he plays still well, and the goalie can stop it. Yeah, I I like to see what Brighton does this year because they look like they have good potential to do well against other teams other than Man City. Yeah. Uh, Man City looks like a powerhouse again, and I think ultimately they're going to be vying for you know top one or two. So <laughs> you can't contest that. Yeah. The next matchup we have is uh, Everton versus Fulham. Everton won three nil. What did you see from this Everton squad? Everton had Richarlison come back. Walcott is doing things at um, Everton that he wasn't doing at Arsenal. Or at least he didn't have as many chances to do, I think. Maybe. right? Because I want to say it's age. You think so? I want to say it's age. I want to say yeah. that he grew up maybe a little yeah. bit. But, like, he had so much raw talent. Right. You just wish that it was utilized a little bit. Like, he's had a promising young career. Because right. he's been in a World Cup... Uh, how many years? At, he was at the World Cup at 16. At 16, right? Yeah. And I think he was the youngest to do that, right? Yeah. So, you know, I nothing to take away from I just think he's growing up, and I think there's more to see from him. Right. And you have the captain, Davis. He's a mature player for such a, I think he might be 24 max. Gilfi Sigurdsson scored a amazing goal after having missed a goal. Right? Actually, he scored two goals. Yeah, it was three zero. Uh, so here's still scored. Okay. Um, they have, I didn't know that Bernard was on the team either. That, do you remember Bernard? He's the, the Brazilian. Yeah, the Brazilian Bernard. Yep. And he He's is, played for Man City. Right. He is clever. Right? He is tricky. He's tricky. He got loaned over to Man City and now he must be back then, right? So is that the case? Because I thought he wasn't. I thought he wasn't permanently at Man City. I don't know. Ah, well, okay. Moving on. Yeah, uh, Bernard. Yeah, he. He was in that. He was in that um, Brazil team that got destroyed. By Germany. By Germany. And he actually wasn't even playing for these um, club teams because there was a war in Ukraine. Yet he was. He was that good, and the coach had that much faith in him. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, um, but he's on the team, and he laid out. He laid a pass to Sigurdsson after basically just wearing down the defender. The defender sort of just stopped, and then he <laughs> passed it back to Sigurdsson, and the goalie stopped as well. And Sigurdsson just put it to his uh, left. Lulled them to sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but Fulham was criminal in. They missed two chances very early on. One by Shirla and one by Sessegnon. Both created by Seri. That guy's nice. You like them. That I was going to say, very nice. you've been talking mighty highly of him. Yeah, he set them up. They passed it so well. They did ding, 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 ding. And they missed it. Shirla missed the I was going to say, do you expect more from him? Because he didn't really perform coming out of Chelsea like that. 
I think they believed they thought they were going to get out of him, right? Yeah. They expected more goals and a lot more pace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has experience as an international. He has experience at Chelsea. So he he probably, he has a chip on his shoulder. Obviously, everything hasn't worked out the way that he would have liked. But he has experience with these guys. He's rubbed shoulders with them. He knows what they are made of. So he's not going to be scared to play against these guys. And maybe that's what he can bring for the team. And maybe that's what they need to be able to play against these teams because they have, do have the talent. Yeah. They need to believe. And I, and I want to see what both teams do because both of these teams, they get written off really quickly. Welcome back, Fulham. You know? Welcome back, Fulham. Right? Just to stick around for a bit of time. Next matchup we got is Chelsea versus Liverpool. Ended in a draw 1-1. to How'd you feel about that game? I've seen what a lot of people have said about how Chelsea basically had the game. I, I mean, this might be the, just the, the pride, you know. This might just be the This is just the biasness speaking. speaking. This <laughs> might be just the pride speaking. If you want to just take it as that, I say go ahead. But, listen, you might want to listen, right? <laughs> so, the same. The other side of this, right? The other side of this is I also don't want to pile on to this pressure that Salah has. Is a lot of people are trying to, are putting so much pressure on Salah right now and saying that he's not playing as good as he, but at some point, maybe, you know, maybe we should look at this thing. Well, that's also what happens when you score so many goals. One right. season, they expect you to do the same. And he was scoring those goals against weaker teams and scoring multiple against those weaker teams. And then when he would come up against bigger teams, he wasn't he wasn't scoring goals. So, oh, no, but towards the end, I think I, I disagree. You I disagree? disagree? I disagree. I mean, no, no, actually, I disagree very much on that. Like, last year, Firmino was awesome. Manic wasn't as hot all the time, but Salah definitely, that was his year, and what definitely the cherry on top, and then I, I wasn't, I wasn't that bad into like Salah, he's at the top, you know. Yeah, I just mean you can't sustain uh, that until, much production. Exactly, I didn't, I didn't believe it, until I saw him against Portugal. That goal he scored against Portugal yeah. was so effortless, like, no. no. <laughs> You're like, nope, I believe, no. no. <laughs> That, I mean, that was Egypt against Portugal. Yeah. And Salah worked Portugal, dude. And then he put that goal. It was the, it was the goal. It was like the goal that Cruz had first scored for Liverpool, for, um, for Real Madrid. It was just on the ground, but better. It went, it was farther out. And I think he had more curve. I'm not taking anything away from him. I just, yeah. Things need to be worked on. Yeah. Um. So yeah. But like at the same time, it is true that look at this. At the fourth minute, you tell me that Salah from last year doesn't score this. Yeah. Right. Wide open the on the minute. right outside of the 18 on his favorite left foot. Exactly. With not anyone around him. Yeah. Look at this. This is at the 10th minute. But that's my point, though. At the 10th minute. But that's my point, is that he's not able to sustain that, and that's why people are giving him backlash, because he's not able to sustain one good season. And like I said, I'm telling you, 
He had games where he had multiple goals against I, weaker teams. I think it's still in him. I think I think very much it's still in him. I actually that's, that's I did, fair. That's yeah. fair. But it's you're just not going to get another thirty plus season. No, I think. It's oh, in you, you think? I, I do think. Oh, it's I, in I, him. I, oh, I highly disagree. I think it's in him. I highly disagree, as you would put it. I think it's in him. It's in him. Then I when are we going to see it? I think it's in him. Okay, at I want to see it. Time, at the same time, is it necessary? Is it necessary? I think not this year as well, much as last exactly, year. Sure, sure. Exactly, and I think that's gonna be the thing. Liverpool is concerned now about many things, and Salah, Salah's scoring as much as he scored last year might not be the thing that they're most concerned about. But I will say this though: if if everybody else is playing more, is playing even better, wouldn't that open up Salah even more, giving him even better chances that he should be able to put away like he did? Last year, and I'm saying, and I'm saying, but he was the focal right, right. point it, of that true. last it's year, right? True. It's true. So with everybody on you, you performed extremely well, and now you're telling me with all this open space, you're going to do worse? No, 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 no. Actually, last year, last year was his first year. So in fact, he w- he wasn't so much the focal point at that time. It was still sort of three. Okay. But actually, Mane had the year before that played the best and was the. Um, what people person, were yeah, okay. Exactly. Yep, I get right? you. So when Salah started doing this stuff, he took the shine off of Mane, right? And so I think this year people are actually targeting him a bit more, right? And I'm saying the reason why I don't want to put too much on this thing is is because in the same play, right? You can acknowledge that nobody else would have been able to create this play, right? To be to have spun this dude around and had that shot open to him. He's in a slump, but he'll pick it up. And I'm, and also, Liverpool played with, again, Milner. They played with um, with uh, Henderson, and they played with um, Wijnaldum. These guys are playing amazingly. We, we were just praising them last week, and they deserve still praise. But we can acknowledge that Keita is better than those guys. Okay. Keita is an improvement. Fabinho is an improvement. And I'm saying, and Shakiri coming in. Shakiri missed some goals. You know, yeah, he, um, he missed a sitter. Right open. He missed a sitter, but he. But he's his, like like you did say he because of that was opening up opportunities for everybody else, and it opened up for himself too. There, he, right. you know, exactly. You, you were right about that. I'll give you that. Exactly, and I'm saying so. It's it's gonna come. It's gonna come. Um, the biggest thing is time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. Time you will know. Tell. Uh, next matchup we have is Cardiff City versus Burnley FC. Burnley got the win two to one. Man, uh, I really don't have a lot to say about Cardiff City. Burnley looks decent. They just need to perform, continue stringing these performances because they just got a win over Bournemouth too, which was a good good win for them. Right. So I just want to see them continue and sustain success. Yeah. Do you think it's possible? I think so, but to be honest. I have, I, I don't really care too much for Burnley, you know. I have my affections for uh, Fulham and um, and these teams that have been around for a while. So, and I prefer that Newcastle doesn't get relegated, right? I prefer that... So you want Burnley gone, right? I'm saying, who's no, not that your... I don't want <laughs> Burnley. Who's the weakest link? Goodbye. <laughs> who's the weakest link to my, you know, my affections, yes. Yeah, exactly. No, it's all personal. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So right now, who who who's your top three? Who's the who's the who's the three getting relegated or two relegated? 
Or how many gifts Charlie gives? Three. Three. Yeah. So who's the three in your mind right now getting relegated? It's too early to tell. I'm gonna keep that to myself. Oh, you're okay. For now. We will keep digging and we will keep asking him. Things keep revealing themselves, dude. I've been looking at Sorry Ball, which is the sort of like, just like idea of like how the idea of how Mauricio, I suppose the philosophy of Mauricio Sorry, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the, um, the Chelsea coach, his philosophy and the way that it is that it is manifested on the field. Right. And so, like, I've been watching how he started with Napoli, how he was training his um, defense, right, to be able to step together. One steps up, right, the other three fall back, right, the other one steps up, the other two fall back, and then that, right, and how they're able to just, as soon as the one loses the ball, they have all kind of pressures. Right? From what I've uh, learned, it looks to be similar to what Pep does and what Klopp does, right? There's differences. But, and then you can see how that translates. And it's really cool. And I think there's more to Chelsea. And Hazard under Mourinho was used very defensively. Mm-hmm. But this Hazard looks like, man. You see the guy celebrating? <laughs> this guy, he already got on my nerves. I was thinking, this is so cocky. Why is he so cocky, man? I, I like the other Hazard better. You, f- you feel I like, like he's lightened up? Better. You feel like he just has the love of the game back? Somebody put a blanket on him, man. Somebody put a blanket on him. Smush him up, man. <laughs> oh, we, we, Liverpool doesn't need that kind of hazard. Oh, yeah? Okay. That's a hazard right there. Next matchup we got is Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace. Bournemouth got the win 2-1. to one. Right. Did you expect that? I thought that... I think that Bournemouth is a better team than Burnley. At the same time, you can change them around. And Crystal Palace is sort of in that mix as well. Um, Crystal Palace is sort of like, you know, they have fancy players. They have Zaha and stuff like that. But Bournemouth has grit. Yeah. So. And they play as a team more. Exactly. And so, the funny thing is just those two teams kind of just are head scratchers. You kind of really just don't know no. where they're going to fall, what they're going to do week to week. No. But it's interesting to see what they do. Right. Yeah. You wonder what's going to happen with Zaha. Is he getting overblown again to end up at Manchester City again, just to end up failing again? Let's move into our Week 8 EPL matchups. Friday they got Brighton versus West Ham United. Who you got winning that game? I'm going to say that West Ham United is going to win that game. I say it's going to be 2-1. Two to one. Two to one. Brighton going to put up a challenge. I don't think West Ham United is ready to blow out teams yet, and I think their defense still can get better. But I think they overcome Brighton. So, I, I, you know, West Ham being able to take that next step is going to be able to give them the confidence I think they need even moving forward. Exactly. To beat a team like Brighton, you wouldn't think, oh yes, that's just what we needed. Right, right. But see, it's those type of wins that you right, need right. to go ahead and sustain yeah, that confidence. Yeah, sort of like bone density and then you just gotta punch that wall you know i mean you're gonna break some parts of the bone but then the bone then becomes a bit stronger so you can go and yeah yeah okay i see you that was metaphorical (laughs) uh on saturday we have burnley versus huddersfield who you got winning that game i like burnley 
I think they'll score against Huddlesfield for sure. But I saw Huddlesfield have some nice combinations, and I think Huddlesfield will put up a fight. I think it's going to be 2-2. Okay. So you're going to see good action, but you're going to also see... Uh, was it, is it going to be poor defense, or you think it's just going to be opportunistic? I think, I think both of them have the ability to score, but they've, been, they've played against teams that they don't give you the chances, right? So uh, I've been caught thinking, okay, against another team, like Chelsea's too organized, so they're killing. But against another team, that idea could have worked. Gotcha. Uh, next match we have is Crystal Palace versus Wolves. Who do you got winning that game? Wolves for sure. I mean, dude, these guys are these guys are awesome, man. They <laughs> look like a very experienced EPL team, and this is their first year, right? I mean, they have again Traore who will run at you, right? And then they have some guys who will shoot from the back. They have guys who will turn, attack the center back. The center backs in a lot of them stay. They have crosses. I just don't see that Crystal Palace is that sharp. You know, Crystal Palace is a bit more. They have a lot to prove. Yeah, I they feel. Have a lot to prove. Uh, next matchup we got is Watford versus Bournemouth. Who you got winning that game? These are both heavy hitters. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be physical. I think it's gonna be one-one. Ooh, I like that. Uh, next matchup is Leicester City versus Everton. Who you got winning that game? Let me go back and say that if somebody will. I think it would be Watford. You like um, you liking them a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I think offensively, I like uh, what uh, Pereira and uh, Ducouré are doing. In. It's true. You got Pereira on the wing, and then Ducouré. He, I just like what that man does defensively, exactly. and then he just opens up the game. Exactly. I mean, like Watford is sort of like Wolves. You know, Watford is similar. Like they're hard, but they're also at the same time quick. Mm-hmm. While Bournemouth is effective and has some quick guys, but I think. They're top players, right? So their their scorers are not the quickest. I mean, so that's the thing. Like they they're solid, but these guys are solid and can surprise you. Yeah. Instead of being able to surprise them with speed, you have to be able to move up as a team, possess, exactly. and then get into your position and, exactly, and then score. And then, right, exactly. Now we gotta get somebody to cross it to you and yep. then score. I'm saying the other guys, if the team is playing badly, they can still run through and score. Exactly. Uh, we've got Tottenham versus Cardiff City. Um, Tottenham, I don't think that they're going to do too great, but they're better than Cardiff. They're, they're injured right now, and they have a Champions League. Right? So, do they have, the, do they have enough to be able to challenge in the Champions League and then still come back? Do they have that? I don't know. I'm gonna say the thing that <clears throat> the thing that I've noticed is Cardiff City, other than this Burnley game that they just played, they've had a run of hard games. Man City, Liverpool, and now they're going against Tottenham. Can they catch a break? <laughs> Somebody's gotta get it. Uh, last uh, Saturday matchup is Man United versus Newcastle United. Who you got winning that game? Dude, I, there's nothing that tells me. United should win, but it's an injured Man United. They have great weapons again. If Mourinho just, I think last week, I don't know what, why go with the five-three-two? Like it makes no sense to me. Right? Again, you have Mars. You can't be playing as an underdog, man. If you have Martial, you have no reason. Right? Even Rashford, 
Rashford, no, normally that's the kind of game you put Rashford into, right? And, and, and they haven't been using Rashford right? enough. And yeah. that man is so talented, right. young, and you can mold him into basically anything. And Mourinho might have just lost the locker, the locker, the locker room, mm-hmm. and he's trying to basically make a point of like just putting in those that will listen to him, right? And it happens to be there are too many that will not listen to him that are too good. And, and I hope... Mourinho's ego doesn't get in the way of their success, but obviously it is. And but I think it's it's a little bit of both. Yeah, you know it's both. Uh, Sunday we got Fulham versus Arsenal. Who you got winning that one? Um, I say that it's going to be two, two. No, I need a win, Sam D. I need the predictions for the for the Gunners. Arsenal will score. He's <laughs> creating chances, man. The guy and he's connecting. He's like he gives what Giroud used to at a shorter, you know, yeah. height. The Ozil goal was definitely an Arsenal goal. Like that? That was an Arsenal goal. That it was, was some definitely needed. Was an and Arsenal and goal. of all players to score right now, right. I think Ozil exactly. needed it. Exactly. And then this part, this also becomes part of the identity of uh, the. Arsenal, yes, Arsenal, Arsenal fan will would very much like to get the idea that he's not gonna come and give us like a an Everton, like a you know I mean the middle of the road pack, yeah, yeah, team, type of, yeah. Um, play, you know, but give us the same exciting type of thing. Even if he can give us, a, he can give us a bit more strength and stuff like that, a bit tougher, but still. Yeah, and I think that would be great for Arsenal. If they had oh, toughness right, at right. defense, oh, man, that, that team, that's way more formidable than what they are now because they're, yeah. they're a little too cute right now. At the same time, the defense was getting a bit too chippy. And, um, again, I'm not a big fan of the center-back, uh, Mustafi. Mustafi, yeah. yeah. He was doing, he's committing too many errors that you just do not need. Again, they, there's one Virgil, Virgil Van Dyke. You need a Virgil Van Dyke. Like, against Chelsea, the balls the guy just looks around and just boom, kicks it. If it needs to be kicked, he'll kick it. If it needs to be stopped, he'll stop. And he doesn't, you don't see that he's ever rash, you know? So, he, so you like that he's just always consistent and he's calm oh under pressure. Goodness. The guy will see somebody running with the ball, there's a forward in front of him, he just literally just stop the forward, you know? <laughs> get, let the guy get closer, move the forward, stop the... That is how you play because you have to, at some point, you have to defend against two people, right? You have a better shot if you limit the movement of this guy until the other guy gets near enough where you can get push this guy offside and step up. Now you got one person to deal with. But people will get freaked out in this, you know? Sometimes it's better not to step up to the guy with the ball, right? If but to bring the other guy exactly, with you to exactly, position yourself exactly. better. Ooh, I like that. You, you start moving down a little bit and then... Yes, keep soaking up the pressure here, here, here. Because at some point, yeah, maybe you might not get in the way of the shot, but you limit, you limit the shot, the you limit the vision that he has, right? And you give the goalie a chance to stop that ball, right? Rather than have to worry about another That's, option. Exactly, exactly. Uh, next uh, matchup we got is Southampton versus Chelsea. Who who got winning that game? Chelsea, of course. And let me say that I think Arsenal could beat Fulham. No, you but, have but, it as a tie. Yeah, but we Siri, heard you. But Siri is a very good player, and I think Fulham is hitting a nice patch, and Arsenal needs a Suspect, yeah. 
next matchup we got is Liverpool versus Man City. This is going to determine oh a, a lot right here, don't you believe? Oh my goodness, man, this, this hurts. I put Manchester City beating Liverpool 3 2, but I got to. I, re I reverse it, I reverse it. I rebuke that, I rebuke it. Are you sure? I like that, I like that. Oh, it hurts, it hurts. <laughs> no, and say it again, just say it one more no, time for the fans. It hurts, and there's no reason for it, right? Nothing. No pain, no there's gain, no Sam. There's no reason for it. There's no reason for it. Nobody wins <laughs> from me saying that Manchester City beats Liverpool 3-2. I say Liverpool beats Manchester City 3-2. And I am counting on Liverpool coming out and playing out of their socks. And that is a thing that Liverpool definitely does. Man, I'm excited to see that matchup. That just gives me goosebumps thinking about. That's going to be too high-powered. Oh, man, that's crazy. And you know what? This is one of those games that Tyler and I have to sit together and watch. So you guys Most might, definitely. You already know. <laughs> you, guys might, you guys might have a live session. <laughs> I don't see why not. Uh, that concludes our matchups of Week 8 EPL. This is Sam D, our soccer analyst, here to give you a little shout-out before he goes. Thank you guys very much for joining us once again. I am about to leave for France. I'm super psyched. And we'll see how we're able to continue speaking about EPL and everything related to the EPL from Friends. And trust me, we have a plan for it, so you will not be missing out on all the juicy details that comes from our man, Sam D. And you guys might get to uh, learn a few things about France, you know? Yeah, you know, I'm always fine with diverting to learn something different about anything else other than soccer if we have the chance. And you know <laughs> I'm always down to give you a random tangent in the middle of something. Boom, pow. So this is... Mainstream matchups. I'm your host, Tyler James. Again, thank you, our soccer analyst, Sam D. And we're going to see you next week, and we're going to be out. Ciao.